everyone. Welcome to Stan, the energy manager on ThinkTech Hawaii. Stan Osterman coming to you on a, oh, it's almost autumn here. Believe it or not, we do have seasons in Hawaii. And uh, it seems like we started slipping into autumn. The wind's up a little bit. The surf's up on the northeast side and uh, kind of cloudy and overcast and windy. So that's kind of our typical fall here. And uh, the scene behind me is um, Kilauea. Uh, volcano. It's um, the Halimama fire pit where uh, this is an old picture. You used to be able to walk through there. Now now it's all molten lava. So you wouldn't want to go walking through there right now. But today, I uh, hope you all had a great hydrogen day last Thursday on the 8th and, um, and a Columbus Day weekend. But uh, I promised last Thursday that I would show the rest of the Hyundai video that we had started off with. And I, I really, I, I'm an artist by training and I hate to mess with other people's uh, products, but that Hyundai video was too long to show in, in one fell swoop. So I took the last two thirds of it and ran it from a logical point in the video where they had a transition. But I wanted to show the first part of that video because it's really the gee whiz part. It's the really impressive visuals and talking about some of the great stuff that Hyundai's doing in hydrogen and uh, after the video we'll talk a little bit more about uh, a new record that was set uh, in the hydrogen world so we're going to roll roll video and um, get a peek at what hyundai's vision of the future is and it really is a cool vision i think you'll enjoy it You have just seen a video of the new concept trailer drone that we are currently developing. If this trailer drone could actually run on the road, how would it change the environment around us? Most commercial vehicles use diesel and have large engines that produce a lot of emissions. 
To address this issue, Hyundai Motor Group has envisioned a trailer drone using hydrogen as an energy source. It emits only pure water as a byproduct and drives fully autonomously. This new concept shows how an automaker can contribute to tackling climate changes. We've experienced extreme weather around the world in recent years. There are heat waves in some places and downpours and floods in others. Countries and companies are developing feasible carbon-neutral solutions to help combat global warming. Hyundai Motor Group's solution to this problem is to encourage a shift in the energy paradigm to hydrogen. I'm here today to tell you that hydrogen is a powerful solution for combating climate change. We have long understood the tremendous potential of hydrogen energy. So over the past 20 years, we have devoted significant resources and talents to develop hydrogen-based technologies. As a result of these long-term efforts, our hydrogen passenger and commercial vehicles are already in use around the world, helping to popularize hydrogen energy. In recent years, countries and companies have actively pursued this change by making bold investments in hydrogen infrastructure. Then, what does Hyundai Motor Group's vision for future hydrogen society look like? Our vision covers not only passenger and commercial vehicles, but also various types of transportation, such as trams, trains, ships, and urban air mobility. Our vision is to apply hydrogen energy in all areas of life and industry, such as our homes, workplaces, and factories. The goal is to make hydrogen readily used for everyone, everything, and everywhere. With this breakthrough, we aim to help foster a worldwide hydrogen society by 2040. In particular, we will proactively respond to climate change through our hydrogen solutions, starting with the commercial vehicles sector, which emits relatively large amounts of CO2. Going forward, Hyundai Motor Group will launch all our new commercial vehicles, such as buses and heavy-duty trucks, as hydrogen EVs and battery EVs in the global market. By 2028, we plan to become the first global automaker to apply fuel cell system to all commercial vehicle models. Using these hydrogen commercial vehicles, we will promote the complete transition of Korea's public transportation and logistics systems to hydrogen-based solutions. This will be a good model to follow for countries around the world. To achieve this, we are planning to introduce a new fuel cell system in the near future at a reduced price and volume with significantly improved durability and output. We are confident that with our vision and technological innovation, there will be a great changes in a human life comparable to the industrial revolution and digital revolution. Now, Mr. Albert Biermann, the president of Hyundai Motor Group, 
in charge of R&D will explain in more detail about how we will achieve this. Albert, please take the stage. Hello, this is Albert Biermann. When did the hydrogen fuel cell start its career? The first remarkable application of hydrogen fuel cells started in the 1960s for satellites and spacecraft of the Gemini and Apollo programs. We expected that bringing hydrogen fuel cells to the public would not be easy. Nonetheless, Hyundai Motor Group anticipated the future potential of hydrogen fuel cell at an early stage. In 1998, Hyundai started to develop a hydrofuel cell car and has made continuous efforts to make significant progress to the present day. In February 2013, Tucson FCEV was released for the first time in the world, opening the door to the mass production of fuel cell EVs. Then, in 2018, Hyundai released the next generation hydrogen fuel cell SUV, Nexo. Our Nexo is ranked as the FCEV with the most sales worldwide. But we didn't stop there. We plan to use our fuel cell EVs in various fields. First is the key to logistics, trucks. The big challenges in long-haul, zero-emission, heavy-duty truck operation is refueling time and range. The zero-emission powertrain of our Action Fuel Cell truck consists of two Nexo fuel cell systems, a hybrid high-voltage battery for energy recuperation, and a powerful electric motor. Our Hyundai Action fuel cell truck is the first mass-produced heavy-duty fuel cell truck in the world and started operating in Switzerland last summer. Our fleet keeps growing and we currently have 45 Action fuel cell trucks on the road. They cover over 210,000 kilometers of zero emission operations each month and avoid an equivalent of over 130 tons of CO2 every month. We are remotely monitoring each of our action fuel cell trucks like a Le Mans race car, using our latest smart vehicle monitoring technology. And so far, my engineers are very satisfied with the performance, the efficiency, and reliability. From the start, Accident has also met customer expectations, even in challenging aspects such as refueling time and range. Let's hear from the logistics company and the driver in Switzerland about their experience with Accident fuel cell truck. Hallo, guten Morgen, Herr Gallica. Sie haben es wirklich sehr schön in der Schweiz. Können Sie uns ein wenig über den Hyundai Accident Fuel Cell Truck erzählen? Guten Morgen, Herr Biermann. Sehr gerne. 
Zurzeit betreiben wir sechs Fuel Cell Trucks von Hyundai. Der Xen überzeugt durch seine Qualität und Zuverlässigkeit. Dank der Möglichkeit, im Anhängerbetrieb zu fahren, sind das Ladevolumen und die Nutzlast in unserem Fall identisch mit einem konventionellen LKW. Durch die Fuel Cell Technologie sind die Betankungszeiten kurz und wir können den Truck in unseren gewohnten Betriebsstrukturen einsetzen. Tagsüber im Verteilerverkehr und am Abend im Shuttlebetrieb. Mischa, was meinst du zum Truck? Der Truck ist kraftvoll, leise, komfortabel zu fahren und wir haben eine gute Rückmeldung von den Kunden und ich habe sehr viel Spaß mit dem Truck zu fahren. Danke. Besten Dank und zurück ins Studio. Vielen Dank und weiterhin sichere und saubere Fahrt mit dem Hyundai Exient Fuel Cell Truck. Noch in diesem Jahr werden wir die ersten Hyundai Exient Fuel Cell Truck mit vielen Verbesserungen und verbesserter Nutzlast in die Schweiz liefern. Dann können wir gemeinsam noch mehr für die Umwelt tun. We have started mass production a greatly approved model of the current Action fuel cell. We are also developing a tractor based on Action fuel cell that will be released in 2024. Hydrogen fuel cells are not only being used commercially for Nexo SUV, Alex City bus and Action fuel cell truck, but are also becoming interesting for high power vehicle applications. Let's take a look at our first hydrogen-powered hybrid sports car prototype, the Vision FK. It has a maximum output of over 500 kilowatt and it accelerates from zero to 100 kilometers per hour in less than four seconds. We expect over 600 kilometers of range. Our engineers combined a hydrogen fuel cell energy converter with a high-power rear-wheel drive plug-in PE system. Hyundai's high-performance car brand Hyundai N has proved its technological prowess by winning many international motorsport competitions. Now, such technological prowess will be applied to the high-performance fuel cell EV and could eventually compete in motorsports. I have to admit that the Vision FK prototype is a bit of technical overkill, but it is an exciting challenge for our ambitious engineers. The packaging situation is extremely complicated. So we decided to collaborate with Riemats Automobili in which Hyundai Motor Group invested in 2019. For this Vision FK prototype, we developed the power electric system with Rematz, while our high performance and fuel cell engineers developed all other systems of the Vision FK prototype. Here's another use case for hydrogen. Production, storage and transportation convenience are important for the widespread use of the hydrogen fuel cell as an energy converter and power generator. This is our first H2 
portable hydrogen fuel cell power charger. This powerful zero emission charger was developed to charge high performance electric race cars that are participating in electric touring car racing, the ETCR. Infrastructure and temperature independency, immediate and dynamic power generation, zero emission and high reliability also play a key role in producing emergency electricity at remote and sensitive locations where a power supply is difficult. Hyundai's hydrogen fuel cell technology is not limited to vehicles. This is an eco-friendly tram that uses hydrogen fuel cells. There is also a rescue drone that can extinguish fires and save lives. The eco-friendly hydrogen fuel cell has vast potential for use in several next-generation forms of mobility, such as trams and UAMs. Honda's plans to develop hydrogen fuel cell so that they can be applied to various mobility devices beyond passenger and commercial vehicles. Now, shall we look at the next generation of fuel cell system technology that Hyundai Motor Group is developing? Sehun, please, now it's your turn. This is where we uh, started the last uh, video with Tehun. Um, he's uh, the technical engineer that, that uh, introduced everybody to what they call the e-bogey which is a bogey is a, the wheel set on a train. And they called their vehicle an e-bogey because it's a um, electronic, uh, artificial intelligence driven, um, separate vehicle that goes under the front and back of a trailer and can move dynamically. So it can literally move the trailer sideways. Uh, as well as turn around tight radiuses where a big tractor trailer can't do that with just a following trailer. So I encourage everyone to look at the entire Hydrogen Wave video, just Google it and um, it's uh, Hydrogen Wave and it's by Hyundai and check it out. It's uh, already got, I'm sure a couple million views, but it's, it's really the future and it's actually already here today. Hyundai has two commercially in production vehicles that um, you heard mentioned. One was the Tucson, and I've actually driven the Tucson, and quite frankly, it was my favorite vehicle of all of them, uh, including over Mercedes-Benz, Honda, and Honda, Hyundai, uh, excuse me, Honda and Toyota. Although the Toyota Mirai is a really beautiful, great vehicle, the Tucson is more like a truck, and I'm a truck guy, so I like that a little bit better. But uh, it was a really quality piece of equipment. And, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit too. Um, they mentioned the firefighter. Something that most people don't think about is when you have a fire like in a tunnel or in a, in a mine or something like that, you, the fire uses up all the oxygen in the tunnel. Well, then when they design these hydrogen firefighting vehicles or rescue vehicles, they usually have an air supply in there that can, be, can feed the fuel cell and because it doesn't, it doesn't have an internal combustion engine that needs air to burn, they can literally take this thing down into climate or to situations where there's no oxygen. 
and still fight a fire with water and, and things like that. So the, the rescue vehicle is kind of neat. Aviation, um, they talked about the, the um, like Metro uh, VTOL drone that they've got, um, that they're working on. There's actually about six or eight companies working on these drones for metropolitan like Ubers and Lyfts. And you may think that's a long ways away. Um, they're actually looking at getting certification by the FAA within the next two years. And these vehicles, what makes the hydrogen important for them is they're all electric. And when it comes to storing energy for electric vehicles, you can't beat hydrogen. Hydrogen is so much lighter than batteries and any other storage device you can store energy in that for aviation, hydrogen is completely the way to go. Even liquid hydrogen is a much more desirable fuel than any other kind of fuel. That's why they use liquid hydrogen in rockets because they need as much energy as they can to escape gravity, Earth's gravity, and you need that kind of power. And for, the, for weight, pound for pound, you can't beat hydrogen. So the two commercial vehicles that uh, Hyundai makes are the, the Tucson and the Nexo. And I haven't driven the Nexo, but I've talked to people that have, and they really love it. And those vehicles are production, just like the Toyota Mirai and the Honda Clarity. Uh, Mercedes is coming out. Most people don't think that other car companies aren't working on fuel cells, but they really are. Both GM and Chevy, I mean, GM and um, Ford, they're working, you can see, Ford has already talked about going with all electric trucks and that's their big market is F-150 type trucks. And they've already announced the all electric F-150. You'll be seeing, I guarantee you, in the next few years, a hydrogen version of the F-150 because as soon as the infrastructure starts getting a little bit more available across the country, you will see those vehicles go into production. But the research and development and the design work is already being done and it's already ready to go. Um, another thing that makes the truck side really important is just like in aviation, those long haul diesel trucks that we have driving across country that have to tra travel 800, 900, 1,000 miles um, at, a, at a clip between refuelings, you can't, you can't do that with electric vehicles using batteries because the batteries would literally weigh as much as all the cargo you're supposed to haul in those trucks. And that would mean you can't haul any cargo, so why would you use those trucks? But when you put hydrogen for energy storage in vehicles like that, you can travel that 1,000 miles, 1,200 miles using hydrogen and still not exceed your axle weight on the road because you can only weigh so much with your trucks without destroying the road. And hydrogen will let you do that with all your, your full capacity of cargo. The last thing is, it's not a trans only transportation issue. The thing that really impresses me most about hydrogen is that as we start to move more into wind and solar power, the wind and solar is very efficient, but it's also very disruptive to grids because the sun doesn't always shine, the wind doesn't always blow, and sometimes it fluctuates quite a bit, and that creates havoc on a grid where the utility is trying to stabilize the grid and keep the frequencies and the, and the voltages constant across an ever-changing landscape. So when it comes to adding a whole lot more solar to existing grids or to building microgrids with solar and wind, you have to take into account that those grids have to stay in balance. And when you do that, one of the best ways to do it is to use an electrolyzer 
put it on the grid. And when you have too much power being produced by the solar and the wind, you start making hydrogen. And then as soon as the, the, the situation changes and you need the electricity, you can just stop making hydrogen pretty much instantly and put all that power right on the grid from, from your solar and your wind. And then if you're, even your solar and your wind can't keep up with it, you take the hydrogen, put it into a stationary fuel cell and put really good clean baseload power right back on your grid. So adding hydrogen into microgrids is, is right, the logical way to really, really help grids uh, efficiently, safely, and economically store energy for ups and downs. Now, something else I wanted to talk about today was um, last week, uh, we got a couple emails talking about uh, Toyota Mirai, which is like the vehicle that we have on the Big Island now. We just delivered in, on, in Oahu. We have about 24 of them driving around on our streets, thanks to Servco. But it, they, they, the Mirai, the new, the new 2021 Mirai, broke a world record. And I thought it was really, really amazing. Anyway, this vehicle was driven in California by a Wayne Gerdes and Bob Winger. Um, the two of them are professional drivers that specialize in fuel economy. But when I heard what kind of mileage they got out of their Mirai, I was absolutely stunned. The, the Toyota Mirai is supposed to go up between 320 to 360, depending on what variety you have. Uh, the new 2021s have a little bit bigger fuel cell and a little bit more storage. I think mean, you can store a little over five and a half kilograms of hydrogen. They should be able to go about 360, 380 miles. These guys drove their Toyota Mirai 845 miles. And what really amazes me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this out of the article. It says, this was confirmed by the Guinness Book of World Records and the total consumption was 5.65 kilograms of hydrogen. So like I say, uh, Mirai takes a little over five and a half kilograms in storage. And it got them a 152 miles per gallon equivalent. We call it MPGE. The reason we call it miles per gallon equivalent is because hydrogen is a compressible gas. It's not a liquid like gasoline. So it's really hard to compare the apples and oranges of gasoline versus a, a compressible gas. So what they do is they calculate how far you would go in a gasoline powered vehicle. And then they calculate the conversion in like calories to gasoline to kilograms or to hydrogen. And then they, they, create, they calculate the mileage from that and they call it gallons of gas equivalent. And so roughly um, a kilogram of hydrogen will take you roughly twice as far as the gallon of gasoline, even though they both have similar amounts of energy. The fuel cell is much more efficient than an internal combustion engine, so it gets you a lot farther. Anyway, um, the EPA claim for the Mirai is that it will get 76 miles per gallon equivalent. That's what's in the sticker on your car. That's how much you should be able to get in your terms of MPGE for your hydrogen car. Theirs was 152. That's absolutely astounding um let me see oh the amazing thing too is they didn't just drive the car like on a static track and and really benign situation or a night when it's nice and cool and there's no traffic they actually drove this thing during rush hour morning and evening 
along and along the Pacific Coast Highway, which is it's got traffic. So it was really an amazing uh, accomplishment. And so I'd like to congratulate them and Toyota and the Mirai for setting uh, the Guinness Book of World Record for the longest longest range driven on a single fill up of fuel for a, a passenger vehicle. I'm not sure if that's the exact category they were in, but it's pretty darn close. And um, it's really awesome. Uh, there's a lot going on in the overall energy world, and I'm hoping that next week I can get Dan going in to talk a little bit about what's going on with natural gas, coal, and oil. Uh, because even though we don't use a lot of oil and stuff to heat our homes here in Hawaii, um, it's going to wreak havoc on energy prices for the rest of this year and maybe for a long time going forward. We'll try and get Dan back next week. So until next week, Dan Osterman signing off from Tech Tech Hawaii, Stan the Energy Man. Aloha.